Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And so it was at the beginning of their dwelling there that they feared not the Lord. Therefore did the Lord send lions among them, which slew some of them. Wherefore they spake to the king of Assyria, saying, The nations which thou hast removed and placed in the city of Samaria, they know not the manner of the God of the land. Therefore he hath sent lions among them, and behold, they slay them, because they know not the manner of the God of the land. Then the king of Assyria commanded, saying, Carry thither one of the priests whom ye brought from thence. And let him go and dwell there, and let him teach them the manner of the God of the land. Then one of the priests whom they had carried away from Samaria came and dwelt in Bethel, and taught them how that they should fear the Lord. Howbeit many nations made gods of their own, and put them in their houses of the high places which the Samaritans had made, every nation in their cities wherein they dwelled. Second Kings chapter 17 verse 25 through 29. The 17th chapter of Second Kings is a worthy read and very sombering to say the least. For the person who loves and fears the Lord living in this modern world, I'm afraid this passage of scripture will be all too familiar. It begins by explaining that Israel had ceased to obey the words and teachings of God. They still claimed his name, they still professed him as God, but they did not do what he said in his word. Every man instead did what was right in his own eyes. They had created a God of their own making and placed it as king of their hearts and lives. They claimed God for his goodness and blessings, but did not obey his teachings nor fear his judgments. Jesus himself said this, in Luke chapter 6, verse 46, Why do you call me Lord when you do not do the things which I say? And in Romans chapter 1, verse 28, it says, Even as some people did not like to retain God in their knowledge, therefore did God give them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. So even as they did not choose to allow God to rule them as king, to lead them by his voice and teachings into greater things, but rather chose the things that were not even convenient or profitable to them, their families, or the kingdom in the long run. Therefore did God withdraw himself from them. In both his anger and his mercy, he stepped back from being their king and covering, their protector and defender, their provision and provider, their spiritual husband and leader. Instead, he gave them what their hearts wanted. He gave them rulers after their own lust and desires. They did not want him to rule them, so he stopped doing it for a season, so that they could see the physical manifestation of the wickedness that his words and teachings were trying to save them and their children from. Psalms chapter 81 verse 10 tells us this, I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people would not hearken to my voice, and Israel did not want me. So I gave them up unto their own heart's lust, and they walked in their own counsels. Oh, that my people had hearkened unto me, 
and Israel had walked in my ways, I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him, but their time should have endured forever. He should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat, and with honey out of the rock should I have satisfied them. It was the Lord's desire to bless and prosper this people, but they refused to serve him, to follow his teachings and leadings, to do what was right by God's standard, not their own. My friend, this is not something that is isolated to the Old Testament. This is something that has happened again and again throughout history. We read of it in the New Testament in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. My friend, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they shall not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. My friend, this is a warning to you. I even see a reflection of our current situation in our nation in these reflections from ancient times. And why shouldn't we? It says in the New Testament that these stories from the past were given for our admonition and example upon whom the ends of the earth have come. Let us read more and learn from them. Because as soon as God had turned away from them, did the enemy rush in like a flood and the nation was overtaken. Their enemies ruled over them. The people did not want this. They cried out for God to save them, but still did not repent or obey him so that he was not their king. And they were forced to serve physically what they had already been serving spiritually. They continued to kill their children. They continued to serve their idols. They continued to live in their lust, pride, and selfishness. They continued to serve wickedness and disobedience to the words of God. They continued to serve mammon, money, prosperity. They continued to elevate mammon, money, materialism. They continued to serve wickedness in disobedience to the words of God. So things got worse and worse until God had no longer just pulled back from them, but was forced to actually fight against them in defense of the innocent blood that cried out to him. James chapter 4 verse 4 gives us this warning saying, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, if you will be a friend of the things of this world, you will make yourself the enemy of God. That happened in this opening passage. They made themselves to be the enemy of God while still proclaiming his name and saying that he was their God. So lost from the teachings of God that they did not even know that they were no longer his children and had strayed so far as to become his enemies. Yet did he still love them enough that in his mercy he still tried to teach them. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 5 tells us this, Therefore, seeing that we have this ministry, as we ourselves have received this great mercy, we don't give up. We renounce the hidden things of dishonesty and do not walk in craftiness, nor do we handle the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth. 
We commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord, and ourselves being nothing more than your servant for Jesus' sake. You see, it says that to serve the things of this world, we make ourselves the enemy of God because that the God of this world is the devil. Therefore, do we not choose to agree with it, but to preach the message of Jesus, to read his word and believe it, to live by it daily, and to fear failing, because there is a judgment for sin coming. I think these people's biggest problem in our opening passage is that they did not fear God. They saw him as their friend, their provider, their blesser, or even, in reality, their servant. They did not see him as their God, their king, or their judge. So their actions had no reverence or wisdom to it. Because we know that Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10 says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Therefore did he try to teach them by allowing things to fall apart further, that even the beast of the field began to turn against them as lions came in and began to kill them. At this point something astonishing happened. The heathen king that ruled over them understood that this was a judgment and ordered that a priest go and teach them the ways of God that they might return to him and he restore the land and bring peace and prosperity back to it. Sadly, though the people did fear the Lord for the sake of what was happening and prayed for him to stop it, yet did they not give up their idols, sins, and vanity, making their prayers void, for God will not share his glory with another. He is either king or he's not. You either serve him fully with your whole heart or you don't serve him at all. And instead you end up serving the enemy of your soul. John chapter 8 verse 34 says this, Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. You see, my friend, there's no middle ground in this war that we're in. You either give all to Jesus and serve him or you're serving the enemy. You're the children of God or the children of the devil, according to scripture. If you choose to serve the God of this age, to love mammon, money, prosperity, ease, sin, selfishness, wickedness, any of this, any manifestation of the fruits of the flesh, idolatry, materialism, excess, then you make yourself the servant of Satan by proxy. Because you can't do this and be the servant of Jesus. You're not in agreement with his teachings. Romans chapter 6 verse 16 says this, Do you not know that to whom you yield yourself servant to obey? His servants you are to whom you obey? Whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. You see, the problem with these people in the opening passage, they fear God, they wanted this judgment on their land to stop. But when they prayed and worshipped, they did it to idols and not God because every man in his own home had created a God of his own making. They weren't serving the God of Isaac, Abraham, Moses, and Jacob. 
They weren't serving the God of Scripture. They weren't following his teachings. They weren't believing what he preached to us. They broke the first and second commandment. They worshipped a graven image. God created by man instead of the God who created man. And they did this because they had idols and love in their heart for other things. For sin. Matthew chapter 22 verse 37 says that Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind, for this is the first and greatest commandment. The passage we just read previously to this in Romans chapter 6 verse 16 says that he is only our master if we obey him. We have to love him more than all of these other things and serve him with our whole heart. In Isaiah chapter 42 verse 8 it says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. Romans chapter 6 verse 20 says, For when ye were the servants of sin, you did not have any righteousness. And when you were like this, what fruit did you have in those things that you are now ashamed of? For the end of those things are death. But now being made free from those sins, you have now become the servants of God, and ye are the fruit of God, that you may bear your fruits unto holiness, the end of which is everlasting life. It's time to choose a side, my friend, because we cannot claim to fear God while serving our idols, giving all of our attention to entertainment, sins, and false doctrines. God is drawing a line in the sand, and we've got to decide where we're going to stand, because he said, if you're not with me, you're against me. Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 says no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and materialism. We want to know why as a nation it seems like God has forsaken us even while people prayed and cried out for him to save them. It's because they didn't change. They didn't repent. They were just like these Israelites in our opening passage. They feared the situation and they cried out, but they still bowed to their idols in their house. Instead of doing what the word says and assembling together and coming before God and repenting and coming into alignment with his word in every jot and tittle of it. They each created a God of their own making in their own house and worshipped it. We'll just stay home and pick the idol that we like most. We've got TV, we've got social media, we've got a news feed with all of these different graven images to choose from. We'll pick the one that serves our lust instead of coming humbly before the king and saying, please forgive us. Teach us your ways and help us to walk in them. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 21 says that you cannot drink from the cup of the Lord and from the cup of devils at the same time. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do you want to provoke God to jealousy? Do you think you are stronger than him? In Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 says this, do not be deceived that God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall reap unto his flesh corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall reap unto the Spirit life eternal. You serve a God of your own making, 
and there is no one coming to save you. Not now, not when you cry out, and not at the day of judgment. It's time to humble and come before the God of true mercy and say, God, I'm sorry. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So for those of our opening passage, the curse and the judgment was not lifted. They were so deceived by their own wickedness that they just kept serving and worshiping the gods of their own making. They believed that the judgment was upon them. They feared God for it and cried out for him to save them from it. But every house also set up their own version of God and worshipped it. They did not return to the true God of Isaac, Abraham, Jacob, and Moses. So he did not return to them. They served their idols until they were forced to see the uselessness of it. My friend, it's time to lay down the God of your own making. To crucify that which has been given, the kingship of your heart, and surrender to the words and teachings of the true God of creation. For the Lord God Almighty is not here to serve you and submit to your will. You are here to choose if you will trust and obey him unto salvation and redemption. To let him rule and lead you into greater things than you can even imagine. Or remain in sin and pride and selfishness unto depression, depravity, destruction, and damnation. He is truly trying to save you as much as he tried to save those of our opening passage. Even the hardships were his mercies wrapped in judgment to show you the cruelty of what you have been serving. But he won't share his glory with another. And he won't bow to man. You have to choose to bow to him. I implore you to take his hand while you still can. Let him lead you out of the pit that you have been in. He offers all the resources of heaven to accomplish it. But you can't take your idols and ideas with you. It's time that you bury them. Break allegiance with the lies of the enemy. And trust the teachings of Jesus unto a glorious eternity. He wants to help you. Let go of what hinders you. Let go of what you think you know and trust what he has spoken. There is no other way to redemption. All the worship services in the world won't save you if there are idols in your heart and vain imaginations of who God is. Only obedience to the teachings of Jesus who came to demonstrate the reality of living sacrificially and left us the truth of his teachings that we might choose to read it, believe it, and be set free by it. Because in the end, anything else is a play, like kneeling before idols in the Old Testament. There is no power to save in it. Only agreement with the truth will set you free. Be the bondage personal, corporate, or national. The question is, to whom do you believe and bend the knee? Jesus made the truth available to you. Break agreement with the enemy and bend the knee to the real king. Or keep serving the false unto damnation. Because Jesus said in Luke chapter 13 verse 3, that except you repent, you will perish. Jesus again warns us in Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 that not everyone that calls him their Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of the Father who is in heaven. 
Again, Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 12, verse 50, that only those who do the will of his Father which is in heaven are accounted among his brethren. He makes it very clear that we are not all his children. We serve one or the other depending on whom we obey. In John chapter 8 verse 44, he says, You are of your father the devil, and the will of your father you do. For he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. Because that there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me, my friend. Only the truth can set you free. So if you're still bending the knee to the enemy who is a liar and was from the beginning, you will not have redemption. This has happened to so many throughout the ages. In Romans chapter 1 verse 25, we get this warning that many men had changed the truth of God into a lie. And they worshipped and served the creature more than the creator. And for this cause, God gave them up unto their vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use of their bodies into that which was against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemingly and receiving in themselves the recompense of the error which was met. They gave up the truth of God. For a lie and ended up serving Satan. Though they still professed him as their Lord, he was not their king. And they had no place in eternity because of it. My friend, again, the words of Jesus said, Repent, lest you perish in your sin. John chapter 8 verse 31 says, And then Jesus said to the Jews, which believed on him that only if you continue in my words will you be counted my disciples and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Who do you believe? In John chapter 7 verse 16, Jesus answered them and said, my doctrine is not mine. But it is his who sent me, it is of God. If any man will do God's will, then he shall know my doctrine, whether it be of God, or rather if what I speak is of myself. Because he that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. But he that seeketh God's glory that sent him, the same is true, and there is no unrighteousness in him. My doctrine is not mine own, but it is his who sent me. It is God's, and if any man will do God's will, then he will know the truth. My friend, check your heart. Are you self-willed? Or do you want to know the truth? God will reveal it to you if you ask him to. I love in John chapter 17, verse 17, when Jesus prayed, for all of his followers who would come forth from that day on. And he said, God, sanctify them by your truth, for thy word is truth. We are saved by grace, the power of God, in unexplainable ways when we choose to believe by faith the words that Jesus had to say, what God spoke to us in the scripture. Therefore, does what James said in chapter 4, verse 17, come to us in revelation and simplicity when he says, simply submit yourselves, therefore, to God. 
Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Only the truth will set you free. Not performances, not flash, not worship services. Because in the end, it will all amount to nothing. Just like in our opening passage, when they bowed in their house before idols, gods of their own making, it did not save them. Because they had no agreement with the truth. They had given these gods the attributes of the cultures around them, the traditions of men, and the doctrines of demons. My friend, there is salvation, deliverance, and redemption, but it comes only through agreement with the words and teachings of Jesus. Open the Bible, read it, believe it, and you will find freedom. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.